Welcome to the Clemson Dubcast. Happy Friday to everyone out there actually listening to this on a Friday, July 21st at TigerIllustrated.com. Our preseason countdown of the top 25 players on Clemson's roster continues. We are inside the top 10, and I spent some time earlier this week at the uh, visiting with the coaches uh, bouncing this off of them to get even more thoughts on whether I know what I'm talking about or not. Probably the latter. <laughs> My good friends Blake Smith and Brooke Archenhold have been part of the podcast since the beginning, way back in August of 2018. They have an accomplished team of personal injury attorneys at Parm Smith and Archenhold based in Greenville. They are Clemson people and their skillful attorneys have decades of experience in complicated litigation matters, taking a special interest in medical malpractice, nursing home abuse and neglect, car accident cases that have left the individuals involved in serious trouble. For a free consultation at Parm Smith and Archenhold, call 864-990-458 one or online at parhamlaw.com. That's P-A-R-H-A-M law.com. Solero Communications, formerly known as Tandem Payment, is a full-service integrated electronic payments provider powered by leading-edge technology. Solero provides a wide array of merchant solutions, simplified payments. They make onboarding, taking payments, maintaining risk management and compliance, and getting support quick and easy. At Solero, they're all about helping you achieve sustainable growth as a business. Taking payments isn't the only thing your business needs. With Solero's solutions, you can manage inventory, sell products and services via social media, schedule staff, track sales, get reports, and much, much more. Find out more about Solero at solerocommerce.com. That's C-E-L-E-R-O commerce.com. When you're ready for a complete renovation in your home or business, open the door to more with Harris Home and Harris Commercial. Their local experience team will totally transform any room space from beautiful floor coverings to construction to finished details. Harris handles every step of your renovation process, whether it's a kitchen or living room or an industrial or educational setting, like some of the positively stunning work they've done at Clemson University. Go to discoverharris.com and experience a total renovation transformation from Harris Home and Harris Commercial. Okay, yesterday, Thursday, we did Wes Goodwin and Garrett Riley, and we're going to continue this with the uncut audio from Thomas Austin's visit with the media, and then also Tyler Grisham, receivers coach. Two guys who were helping carry some Dabo Sweeney guy off the field after a 2008 win over South Carolina. Pretty cool stuff. put the best guy on the field um, my, my, uh, my anticipation what we've done here in the past is if there's not a clear cut guy you know that we'll play we'll play more than one person if we need to you know but I've been really really uh, really impressed with with Tristan Lee really impressed um, with our other guys who've been battling um, they've had really good uh, summers so it's fun to, to go away for three weeks in the summer you know vacation and come back and see where the guys are um, and so I think I think we're in a really good place, you know, uh, at that position, and expect a lot of competition all all summer, and um, you know, going into the, the first game. Yeah, sure, can I hear? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yep. the other guys Yeah, Colin's had a tremendous tremendous summer. So I mean, I think Tristan and Colin, it's great to go out those watch those guys work, and Blake. All three of those guys are really push each other. So. Colin and, and Tristan, you know, I think I think Tristan did, did some really good things this spring and kind of pulled away a little bit, but Colin's had a tremendous summer. So I told him my expectation is, is to play him. You know, whoever starts first, you know, is going to run out there. You can only run out one guy, but I anticipate playing both those guys early and often. You know. We cross-trained a little bit. Yeah, he's, you know, he's, he's um he feels comfortable at the right tackle spot. Um, you know, some of the stuff we do um, – Highlights his athleticism on the right side. You know some of some of the stuff we do schematically uh, benefits us to have have Blake there. Um, so, but he, he's cross trained this summer. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What's it been like to rediscover this offense's identity mm-hmm. with a new OC as well as encompassing some, some fresh faces in your line as well? That's a good question. Uh, well, the guys are having fun. The guys are having fun, and you hear that all summer. They're, you know, in the summer we get the least amount of time with the players, and so it's player-led. 
and uh, to hear the feedback from them, um, creating big plays down the field against our defense, which is really good defense. Um, now you know, you know, it's different on the line of scrimmage because you don't have pads on. So the pass rush isn't what it will be, you know, in August. But um, th that's been fun. And then all of our, our mid years, our young guys, you know, to have a whole spring in the system. And then the way we've restructured some things this summer, I think there's a lot of confidence and continuity by those guys up front. Was it tough? Was the, the reaction, the mentality coming off of that Orange Bowl game? I, I, did, do you watch, how much did you guys watch that film, and, and how much of it did you put behind you and recognize that it's time to Yeah, sure. I mean, you, you always watch a game, and the good, the bad, the ugly, and how can we improve from this? What do we need to work on in the off season um, you know but then you really you flush it and you move on pretty quickly especially when there's a, when there's a new coordinator because it's a different offense you know so we haven't really addressed we haven't talked about that game really since it happened probably do you think this offense needed a reset Um, yeah, I think it's, it's, it'll be different. It'll certainly be different. I think um, we're excited about Coach Riley and what he brings to the offense. Um, he's uh, he's a great offensive mind, and like I said, I think the players are excited about it. And so I think that's um, some some of the things you'll see will be similar. I mean, you know, inside zone is inside zone. Um, how we package it and, and formation it, and some of those some some techniques are going to be subtly different. But for most people, they won't be able to tell the difference. But um, so yeah, we're 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 excited about about the change in, in this summer and, and what the guys have done and going into the fall. We're excited about that. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I think what, what most people don't realize is you know Colin was a, was a highly recruited uh, prospect coming in, 45 minutes down the road, and got here. And you know you go from being the guy to not playing much. We played him in the first three games, and our hope was to bring him along and play him a lot last year. And then, you know, we were in some really tight games early on and kind of realized, all right, I don't, I don't know if he's going to – is it worth playing him 100 or 150 snaps and burning his redshirt year or, or you know, kind of continue to bring him along. Um, he stayed in all of our meetings. He traveled with us, and, and, uh, and we were able to hold his redshirt, you know, and so – that's a benefit. So Colin has had a tremendous offseason. He's got a great look in his eye. Like I said, I was been gone for three weeks, came back in last Friday, kind of see their Friday, you know, early morning workout and to see those guys work. It's been really encouraging. And the DEXA scan, their body composition numbers and weight room numbers and all that stuff validates what you see. So could be more excited about Colin, where he is developmentally. I'm trying to take it back to Riley as a staff. What's it like? What's that look like? What's he like yeah. as a leader mm -hmm. for all of you guys coming in to a group yeah. that's been together? Yeah, well, you know, that's not an easy thing to do, to come in as, as the new guy. It's one thing for a whole new staff to come together. It's another thing for, for a staff who's been there for a while, knows each other, played with each other, uh, to come in and be the new guy. And so I think he's managed that extremely well. He's, uh, he's a very humble guy. He's only 33. So I, I'm older than he is, which is kind of crazy. But uh, he's very humble, um, and yet he's very confident in his system and, and his ability as a coordinator. Uh, and I think that's, that's a really good balance. And um, I think he's done a really good job developing the staff. You know, we had a lot of meetings in, uh, you know, in some ways, because we were kind of re rebooting the offense, we didn't do as much of the self-scout stuff as you typically do. And so we just jumped straight into the football side of it with him. So... Um, and then we've continued to, to get feedback from the guys and add little wrinkles throughout the summer. So um, the other thing about his offense is, is the simplicity of it allows you to get a lot of reps. We've got a lot of reps. We've built a really good library of plays from the spring that our guys can learn from, we can teach off of. Um, so I think he's done a really good job managing you know, the staff and um, being who he is and being confident who he is, but also the humility that he brings um, and, and the confidence that he brings that, that guys feed off of. You mentioned the fun the guys have been having. Are, is there a sense of renewed fun for you? I don't know how much fun coaches get to have, really. But is there yeah, a well, sense of fun win, winning is fun. Scoring touchdowns is fun. Uh, and, you know, big, I love running the football, but I also love 60-yard touchdown passes. Those are fun. So it's fun to see. We, we've got um, a tremendous amount of, of committed players in our locker room, battle-tested guys. You talk about Walker, 
Uh, you talk about Putnam. Some of those guys have played a lot of football. They came to Clemson to win championships. You know, they didn't come to win to go 10-3. and three. So we know the expectation when we embrace that. So it's fun to see those guys um, feeling confident in the system and, and the expectation is that it'll show up on the field, you know, this fall. Sure, yeah, that's that's always an option. Uh, Marcus is a gifted athlete, and, and he can cross-train. You know, uh, our goal, especially this year, kind of having a year under our belt with this group of guys, um, I think we can cross-train a little bit more when necessary. But um, we, we'll, we, we cross-train every day in individual. Uh, we can cross-train in one-on-ones. We can cross-train in, in some, some inside periods, I think, you know, you also got to build that chem- chemistry with your, your five guys or your next five. And so um, there's a balancing act of making sure those guys get enough reps together beside each other because Marcus hasn't played, you know, missed all spring. And so uh, we got to get him back and feeling confident. He looks great. He's, he's as lean as he's ever been. He's moving really well. Um, but, yeah, he, he definitely gives you flexibility. So if, if, if our starting five, we did last year, if we get a couple days into camp and we realize that Blake Miller's one of our best five and we move Walker, we can do that. If we need to move Marcus to left tackle and put another guy in their guard, we can, we can certainly do that as well. And is one more difficult than the other shifting up from guard to tackle or tackle? I think it's a preference thing. Um, for me, if I was a guard, I wasn't athletic enough to play tackle, it would have been very difficult. But for Marcus, uh, he's a, like I said, he's a very good, gifted athlete. So the, the passing game stuff, traditionally the run game stuff is a little bit less complicated tackle um, a lot more base blocks than there are combinations with the center but um, from a pass protection standpoint you got to feel feel comfortable there and he's always been a very good pass blocking offensive lineman so that that makes it easier for him you know some guys who've only played tackle it would be more difficult to bump into guard you know they just haven't done that as far as like a timeline you mentioned during camp last year it was obvious early mm-hmm. what y'all needed to do is there a point where you would like to have it settled so you can develop continuity that starting five? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I think once you, I think, you know, after that first major scrimmage, I mean, I think, you know, you have a good idea coming out of spring, kind of where you are. Um, and like I said, Walker and and um, and, and Marcus missed uh, the spring. John Williams missed the spring. You know, Mitchell Mays missed a lot of spring. So you have guys that have played a lot of football. Um, and and then you can always, you know, it takes you a couple days because, you know, you got acclimatization. So it's really – it's about a week into camp, I think, when you can kind of see um, everything you've heard from the weight room staff has really showed up. And so from the last time we put pads on in April till, till August, guys take a big jump. And so um, you can see guys moving around, but until you put pads on um, – so, yeah, I think, to answer your question, Larry, I think really after that first scrimmage game, that you know, first scrimmage, you kind of start kind of narrowing in on, you know, who, 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 your, who your best five are, who your next five are. Uh, you got to continue to cross-train because inevitably injuries are going to happen. Um, and, um, but then, you know, and then once you start getting really, especially into your kind of game prep stuff, you know, I mean, I think the beginning of, of class is kind of the official end of camp, and we still have a couple weeks before we play. Um, so there can continue to be some shuffling at that point. But would you say that exiting spring, Tristan, yeah, I think that's I think that's um, I think it's fair to say. I mean, nothing, nothing. Colin didn't do well. Just just Tristan had a really good spring, you know. And those guys both have different skill sets and bring bring different things to the table. Uh, they're different players, and so uh, and they, and both of those guys will, will play some right tackle as well. Uh, Colin can also bump in and play some guard. Um, so that gives us some flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, um, yeah. The week before, we were at Coach Streeter's house watching, you know, Trevor Lawrence in the playoff game, and my son's playing pool with with Coach Streeter's son. So, um, you know, that's. That's the reality of the business we're in. Is this a performance-based business? And at the end of the day, Coach Sweeney is going to do what he thinks gives Clemson the best chance to be successful. Um, and the same way as a position coach, I love you know all 15 scholarship guys and, and the seven uh, walk-ons we have. I love all those guys, but you can only put five out there, right? I've got to put the best guy on on the field. It's the same in recruiting. You got to recruit 
the guys that fit Clemson. And so um, that's just the nature of the business. And, and so, you know, Coach Streeter's a phenomenal person. Ashley's great. And uh, he's in a good situation in Georgia. And he'll, be, he'll, he'll have a job next year wherever he wants. And we wish him nothing but the best. But we are excited about Coach Riley and what he brings and excited about what that means for our team. Yeah, Yeah, well, he's a he's a different player this time than he was last year. You know, a year ago, it's amazing the difference a year makes. And so the game is slowed down for him. Um, he's not thinking about snapping. He's had so many snaps. That's not a problem. Uh, where Putnam's really challenged himself is taking his game to the next level in, in regards to defensive identification, recognition, making the calls and the points, being that, that point man, uh, and then challenging himself to learn the big pictures of the offense. And so um, some of the differences in this offense is he's, he's going to have a little bit more control over some of that stuff, which is going to be exciting. So um, he feels really good. He looks fantastic. He ran like a 5K like last week with Coach Hogan and ran like 10-minute miles, which the 315 is pretty impressive, you know. So he's just a – he's a grinder. He's a grinder. We're glad to have him. How, how much better do you feel about the offensive line just from a leadership and maturity standpoint you now having a yeah. Will and a Walker and Marcus as a junior? Yeah, I think Coach Batson said it best. We have layers of leadership. You know, it's one thing to have one or two guys that are leaders, but we have a lot of – I mean, Blake's a leader, Tristan's a leader, Colin's a leader, Trent Howard's a leader. We have a lot of guys on the offensive line who have been around three, four years that provide leadership in, in different ways, you know, and so the best teams I've ever been a part of have, have layers of leadership at every position. I think that's something that we, we have right now. How much more running is there getting out the offensive line on this scheme, some of the perimeter stunts on the screen game? Is it, is it significantly more than the past? I wouldn't say necessarily that, that there's the plays are significant. Um, no, I would I would say I would say we probably put fewer screens in this year um, and um, in this spring. I'm sorry, and we rep those a lot more. So some of the same screens you're going to see show up more, hopefully. You know, and so that's. Um, but you know, uh, and then there's there's some screens you like against man coverage or cover four, three, whatever. And so some of those are game plan deals, but. Um, you know, we, 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 feel, we feel good about the athleticism for tackles in space. So any way we can, can utilize that, we will. It feels like, and you sort of touched on this earlier, Garrett really believes in reps. Yes. Just the, getting that confidence and cohesion, mm-hmm. uh, just to do things over and over and over. Right. Can you maybe elaborate on some of your insights into that? Sure, that yeah. Um, you know, the other part of that is if you're just going against a defense that presents the same look every play and you get 10 reps against that, great. you got 10 reps against that specific defense. But we're also going against a defense that is very multiple in what they do, front-wise, blitz-wise. And so um, the more reps you can get, the higher chance you're going to run that same play into a lot of different looks, which, which helps you in the fall. Uh, the guys become so, – so as coaches and players – it allows you to see what what the strengths are of those plays and what where, where are the areas of concern, you know. And, and, and every every pass protection has a strength and, and a weakness, right? Five man protection, you can only block five guys. They bring six. You got to get the ball up quick. Um, six man protection is great, but you're also not getting your back out. So there's give and take. So I think uh, the more reps you can get at, at the same play, uh, just the more confident guys get, and that's one of the reasons why his offense has been successful is um, the repetition. Has the tempo part of his offense then led to creating any difference in, differences in the training for the, for the offensive line? Um, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say necessarily no. I would. Um, I think, you know, to, to me when it comes to tempo now, it's being able to manipulate the tempo to your advantage. You know, I think the, the you know, not many teams run the true, like we're just going to call it as fast as we can. So, um we have the ability to play fast. We've always had the ability to play fast. It was a big point. It was just last year. Um, and so I think our guys have, have trained in a, in a similar way in regards to that. But um, And then I think we've, you know, one thing Coach Riley's brought is we've added some additional tempo periods into practice, which has been helpful, you know, because you can preach tempo all the time, but if you don't have uh, periods of practice, if every period against the defense is team pass and you're slowing it down, you're not working your tempo. 
Right. So you got you got to create situations in practice where you get to do that. Talk to Wes Goodwin about how you know how he's grown in just one year under his belt in that position. In what ways do you think he's grown from last year? Good question. Um, yeah, I, I think um, I think my relationship with our with our players is is stronger. Um, the, their confidence in me, my confidence in them, I think is, is has improved. Um, feeling just kind of more at ease, more confident in preparation, and kind of know what to expect. I mean, I think. Having a year as an analyst here beforehand, I kind of knew I was making a lot of notes and keeping track of you know the schedules and those things. So um, every year is different, and you've got to you've got to earn it every year. Number one, number two, your schedule's different, your offense different. So some of those things change, but um, you know. And then I think for me personally, I, I think one of my big challenges this year is going to be playing more guys early on and forcing that issue. I think um, guys have to earn it in practice. But we've got guys, you know, of the four guys that started every game, you also got a Mitchell Mays who, who started four or five games during the end of the year. So we have a lot of guys who've played a lot of football, and I think we need to reward them early on, get them on the field, build that continuity. Because uh, I think one thing down the stretch is, is those guys had, you know, almost 1,000 snaps on them, and, and I think that caught up to us a little bit. Um, and so that also, for me, uh, kind of factors into how, how, we, how we train in the weight room, but then also how we rep and practice and, and those kinds of things. Well, I certainly, uh, I think they, they understand the rivalry with South Carolina. Um, they they want to represent their state well. Um, and so I think that, that matters to those guys. Um, when you get guys from out of state that maybe don't understand that rivalry, that, that's something you got to teach. Um, and then a lot of those guys grew up watching Clemson, you know, but even like a Walker Parks who's from Kentucky, he grew up watching, watching Clemson. So, um, for me as a coach, it gives me a sense of pride. And when I watch our guys work out and train, it's a reminder to me that I need to do everything I can in my power to, to empty the, the tank for them, give them the best opportunity to be successful. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, good question. Yeah, I think we will. Certainly think we will. Um, you know, a guy like Tristan having another year under his belt, Colin Sadler, another year under his belt, Trent Howard. Um, guys like Ryan Linthicum, who's ha who've had a great spring, best summer. Uh, Marcus Tate gives you flexibility. So, um, you know, I know, I know it's probably talked about every year that hey, this year we have more depth than we've ever had. <laughs> but I, I do feel like this year we have more depth. Now it's it's hard, it's hard to rotate centers in game, right? And so Ryan understands that. Um, and there's situations where, uh, and, and where offensive line is is different than any other position. Is it's the only position in, in sports that exists to protect somebody. So if a receiver goes in there and he runs the wrong route, he's not going to get the ball. If an offensive lineman goes in there and does the wrong thing, get, he get the quarterback hurt. And so there is a sense of urgency there that, um, you know, one of my, my challenges to, to guy because, you know, Mitchell Mays went in there and did some really good things for us. And I told Mitch, you know, you got to be consistent in practice. It's, it's, it's hard to show up every single day with the right mindset and practice and work and grind, not knowing if you're going to play on, on Saturday. So... Um, Long way to answer your question. I, I think I think this year we'll have more more depth than we've had in the year past. More competitive depth. Uh, more guys that have played a little bit, and and so my job is to try to get those guys on the field and, and create some depth. And and then the other part of that is the last two years we have been in some in, in you know in eighteen we were blowing everybody out, and so you you had a chance to put guys in the game, and uh, when you're up by three touchdowns you have a little bit more wiggle room. Uh, and so the last two years we haven't had had that opportunity as much. So I think it, that kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, and then we just got to force the issue, I think, early on. But they've got to show it in practice. You know? It seemed like early last season when that opportunity might have been there, there were games that were sort of in hand, but yeah. then not right. kind of kind of dicey. Yeah. So you're sitting there trying. Yeah, to you know, Georgia Georgia Tech was a was a close game, and then uh, we, we we took advantage. You know, we, we got ahead, and then we put that second team got group in, and they went all the way down the field to score. That was good to see. And then Furman, we got it by two or three touchdowns. We put that second group in with Cade, and they didn't score. Then Furman scored, they didn't score, and so you had to put the first team back in. So they've got to perform when they go in there. They've got to perform. Um, and so I think you know, that's certainly certainly part of it. Yeah, we, we tried too early on, and you know, um, 
historically we've played more players than anyone in the country. It's a big point of emphasis for Coach Sweeney, you know, because you know only only 11 guys can start, and those guys have earned the right to start, but a lot of guys have earned the right to play, and, and so we got to make sure we get those guys on the field. It was an update on Dietrich. Yeah, yeah. Dietrich's had a had a had a really, really, really good good um, good fall, uh, summer. Um, he's, he's I saw him this morning. He's trimmed down. I, those guys are all finishing their DEXA scans today, so I'll know numbers for that. But he's as lean as he's ever been. Um, and he's you know biggest thing for Dietrich. Man, he, he had a three six three academically this spring, which is the biggest. Um, biggest jump I've seen in, in, a, in a young man so academically he is taking care of business and that's going to show up on the field I believe so um, he's, he's done he's had a good good uh, you know good good summer and and um, expected big things from him this fall ballpark yes on his way yeah he's about 340 yeah yeah I think he was three he told me this morning he was 336 so you know with big guys that can fluctuate depending on time of day but um, you know, for a guy that's been in the 360s, and he's still—I mean, he's like a 26% DEXA scan, which is which is really impressive. Um, so he's very lean. That's not everyone's—you know—if I was 336, it wouldn't it wouldn't look good. Uh, but he does. So yeah. You talk about. Sorry, so you talk about finding the best five. You said that last year. Lake's emergence happened. I guess. Yeah. When you say finding the best five. What are you trying to check the boxes of? What makes somebody one of the best five? If there's maybe another Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, the center has to make the points to the IDs to get the ball to the quarterback, you know, make sure everyone's on the same page. That's first and foremost. Um, um, tackles have to – they're going to be on an island more from a pass protection standpoint, and so they've got to be guys that you trust. When it's a two-minute drill or a end-of-game situation, you've got to drive 80 yards to win the game. Can, can, can that guy win one-on-one? Against some of the best pass rushers in, in the in the in the country in our league, um, you know, and then guards got to do got to do both, and and so um, every guy's got a different skill set. Some guys a little bit further along in the run blocking than they are pass protection, uh, and then I think you know our big point of emphasis is, is just effort, toughness, technique, finish. Like uh, this camp is going to be a big point of emphasis of finishing blocks. You got to learn to you know some guys naturally finish blocks. Other guys um, have to work on that a little bit, and so. Um, effort can overcome a lot of deficiencies. So that's that's been a those point of this last year. And you watch the tape of some of those guys like Putnam and Parks and you know Blake. Those guys they gore people. And so that's the expectation for anyone who steps on the field. You talked about this in the spring a little bit with Tristan in terms of being a five-star guy and having this self-awareness that's going to take a while to develop. I guess to give fans the labor the sense, like how abnormal is the Marcus Tate and Blake Miller that plays the true freshman? Sure. What is a normal development path? Sure. Yeah. Well, everyone's different, right? I mean, even even um, you know Mitch Hyatt played as a freshman. He was 285 pounds, you know, and he was a great pass blocker, but um, you know struggled a little bit point of attack in the run game. So it's not normal to have a Blake Miller who comes in physically ready. It's not normal to have a Marcus Tate. Uh, and so it's, it's not unusual for a guy to take two or three years to get on the field. I mean, I, I, you know, and so I think that's one thing, that's one of the reasons I think we've had the retention that we've had is we're able to cast a vision for guys and communicate with them. Here's where you are, here's where you need to go, here's what you need to do to improve. And so a guy like uh, Tristan came in, you know, and Colin bought in this offseason to, to where they were and what they need to do to improve. So, yeah, you could be um, more impressed with just Tristan's transformation uh, coming out of COVID, you know, he was a guy that was really affected by that. Colin is a guy that had a great strength program, great base, and, and has, has continued to build on that. So every guy is different. There's a physical aspect of, of being able to play early, and then there's the mental aspect of being able to play early. And then there's the maturity that it takes to um, weather the, the, just the grind of a, of, a, of a freshman year in college, where you get here in January, you know, you have some breaks in the summer, then you go, you go August until the end of January. That's a long season. And so you hear guys hitting that freshman wall, and so it also takes the maturity uh, uh, to, to kind of learn how to navigate that. You've got more. I just do you think that I guess services in terms of the five star with Tristan? I mean, does that add pressure sometimes for these? Guys? Oh yeah, sure. And how do you get? get yeah, well, no, no disrespect to you guys, but we don't, I don't pay attention to recruiting rankings for that reason. Um, and, and especially the offensive line, some, some of those rankings come if, if there's a kid that's playing as a freshman or sophomore for a good program, he's going to get a high ranking. Um, 
And so some of that stuff is warranted, but cer certainly social media is something that I didn't have to deal with in recruiting. Um, and so I think that's, you see that with, with four- and five-star guys who are heavily recruited is the expectation, hey, you're going to go play early, play right now. Uh, or there's a guy that maybe they were comparable to and, and he goes to a different school and their situation's different. He plays early and this guy doesn't. And so not everyone has the maturity to handle that. That's why guys are in the portal at a, at a, at a very high rate. So for guys like Colin and Tristan to say, hey, I've got to, I've got to improve in these areas. I'm committed to Clemson. I think that, that, that speaks to you know, who they are as young men, their character and all that. Uh, so... How close is Harris to being on that spectrum of playing? No, yeah, Harris is, Harris is – I mean, that, that was the the silver lining of, of Marcus and, and Walker being out this spring and then Mitchell getting banged up a little bit. So he got a lot of reps, and he was repping with the first team, you know, against some really good players. So really excited about where Harris is. He's had a really good summer. Um, and, you know, I, I told him kind of coming out of spring, your goal is to make it hard for us to keep you off the field. Um, so if, if we feel like Harris can help us, he's going to play. If, uh, but like, like Colin last year – if I don't want to burn his year for 50 or 100 snaps, you know, that, that's that's what we've got to kind of figure out. Colin, where did you want to push him this offseason? Um, I think big picture ownership of the offense, you know. I think that's kind of um, taking some of the drills to the to the field, you know, and kind of understanding big picture stuff. And and then also, you know, he's a guy you got to kind of say, whoa, you know, controlled aggression. He's like Walker. He can kind of just go red and just try to kill people, but you gotta you gotta contain that a little bit, which is you'd rather have that problem, right? Yeah. Last question, gentlemen, in class. Yeah, I did Mediterranean Greek uh, chicken dish. It was it was excellent. Yeah, five stars. Uh, it, was, it was only about 15 minutes. Very short. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Very fresh. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Thomas. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Hey, you got to get Marcus whipped feta dish uh, recipe. That was that was the key. Yeah. Absolutely thrilled to have Willie Taco joining the Dubcast as a sponsor. The company that also owns the great freight yard and flock shop in Spartanburg is run by Clemson People, and they have five locations for Willie Taco and its splendid brand of Fresh Fusion. Quick testimonial here. Recently took a party of 10 to the Easley location of Willie Taco. First time there for everybody in the group. Everything, the service, the cocktails, the food was just exceptional. Folks, this does not happen by accident. They do an amazing job across the board. The Easley location of Willie Taco is planning an event with PJ Hall, so stay tuned for that. Easley address, 5051 Calhoun Memorial Highway. The website is willytaco.com. If you're in the Columbia or Sumter or PD areas and you're in any way interested in buying and selling a home, commercial property, land, need to consider reaching out to Uptown Realty. They're based out of Sumter and run by a friend of mine, Patrick Enzer, big Clemson guy, used to cover the Tigers in a newspaper capacity, longtime supporter of Tiger Illustrated, longtime listener to the Dubcast. The home buying process should be an enjoyable experience, so let Patrick and his staff do all the heavy lifting. All you got to do is pick up the phone and call 803-774-0435 or go to UptownRealtySC.com. Want to share a quick word about Founders Federal Credit Union? If you've been to a sporting event in Clemson, you've probably heard about Founders already. They are the official credit union partner of the Clemson Tigers. In addition to that, all Clemson faculty, staff, and students are eligible for membership as well as IPTA members. Its office is located beside the Walmart Neighborhood Market on Old Greenville Highway in Clemson. For more information, go to foundersfcu.com. Another loyal supporter of the Dubcast is Blackacre Law Firm in Greenville, a subsidiary of Parm. Smith and Archenthold. Blackacre helps South Carolina residents achieve their dreams of home ownership by providing experienced professional representation for real estate closings. Attention to detail is crucial in real estate law. Blackacre is committed to making sure nothing gets by them preparing residential or commercial closings. Blackacre also offers estate planning services for their clients in the Greenville area. Find out more about Blackacre at 864-326-3507. What's up everyone? How are y'all? Good. All right. What do you see from the group as a whole? I mean, people that have been around the program a long time and they're used to names like Matthews and Tom Higgins and some of those guys. What do you see kind of coming along? 
Yeah, and they, you know, they know there's, they know those names because of, of how they performed, right? I mean, unbelievable athletes, um, and, and they produced, you know. And I think, um, man, health. I'm so excited right now for for Bo, um, and he's he's the most in shape and and uh, you know healthy he's been um, up to this point. And so all the reviews, you know, this summer. You're hearing all the all the talk about the guys and, and how they look and how they're performing, and I've yet to see that, right? So, super pumped about getting back out there uh, with these guys, working with them, and just seeing where they're at, and then help them take that next step and get ready for the season. But, you know, Bo's healthy. I think Adam is is fully healthy and having an awesome summer. Um, you know, everybody saw Cole Turner come on at the end of the year. Um, he's more ready to play, right, at this point. And, uh, and so he and Adam are going at it in practice and competing and, 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 and helping each other improve. And um, that's exciting. Of course, Antonio, um, man, just what he did last year for us was so needed. And, um, and, and finally having someone that can command the slot uh, was, was huge. And so he's, you know, already taken the next step. I want to say he's 194 uh, right now and, and carries it well. Um, and, uh, and having a great summer, you know, and so um, he's really taking the next step, you know, and he showed that this spring in this new offense, um, and so we're pumped about that, and, um, you know, Troy Stilato being, I think, close to 100%, having a chance to show what he has, you know, I think last year uh, when he tore his ACL, that was probably his best practice he's had at that point, and then tore his ACL, and so, man, just really want for him just to be healthy and show what he's capable of and why we recruited him. You know, nobody's really had a chance to see that. And so, I mean, really, really excited about him and, um, you know, these freshmen coming in and, and competing, you know, and Noble and Ronan, um, Tink and Tyler. I mean, those four guys. And Tink's going to be an athlete, you know, but, you know, I know he's eager to play some wideout and, and really help us. And he's an athlete. He can play the slide. He can play the field. Um, Tyler, it can do both. I think so far what I'm hearing is that he and Antonio have been pretty awesome in the slot. Um, Ronan, you know, uh, comes from a, a great family and been raised the right way. Man, he's a worker, you know. I mean, he's already been saying, hey, I want to be like Shipley. He heard, he heard stories about Will Shipley showing up and how from, from the jump, you know, Will was that dude, right? Like he was going to lead. He didn't seem like a freshman. You know, that's what I think Ronan is attempting to accomplish. Um, and... Um, Really excited about him, and he'll play the boundary. You know, Noble played the boundary this spring. He'll play the field um, kind of starting out this fall camp, which would be awesome for his development, you know, playing both sides of the field. And uh, from what I'm hearing, man, Noble um, had a really good start this spring and then, man, has really kind of taken the next step in his uh, maturity, development, confidence. Um, so really pumped about this group, man. It's going to be fun. What yeah, I mean, you know, I think just continue to grow and mature and, and what, what all it takes to be um, a star with longevity, not just have a great freshman year, but have a phenomenal sophomore year and have a better sophomore year, right? And just continue to build, to continue, continue to build each and every year, um, taking care of his body. I mean, I think it just, it kind of comes easy to him, um, but man, really taking the next step and treat yourself like a pro right now is going to be big, going to be big for him. Yeah. We asked Garrett about Antonio Williams. Yeah. Well, what I love about Antonio, man, is that, and I've learned this about him, is that he, he kind of, he's just the same every day, you know, and he doesn't, he's not too high. And I'm like, man, come on, let's go. Let's, you know, but he doesn't get too high. And I'll tell you what, he doesn't get too low. I mean, he's just very steady. And I, I like that. I, I want to recruit guys like that, that don't ride the emotional roller coaster. Nothing's too big for them. I mean, and I mean that's how Renfro was. I mean, I, you know, I tell a story about Renfro, how like he all of a sudden we're at the playoff and pregame is like, coach, I'm nervous. I'm like, you're about to play Ohio State in the playoff, man. Like that's okay. That's that's fine, you know. But he wasn't used to that. He just go out there and play ball and have fun. I think Antonio's a lot like that. Um, and so in the meeting room, man, he, he's a great note taker. He's definitely engaged, but like, hey, man, he's just, this is what he does. You know, water off a duck's back, man. It's just, it's really simple for him. But as I mentioned earlier, you know, man, like, even though it may be easier for you and it's just you're a natural athlete, what can you do to take that next step and, and be elite, elite, one of the best in the country? That's, I have a vision for these guys. And, and my job is to help them try to accomplish that, you know, that vision that I hope that they had themselves. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited for them. What's the biggest change you've seen in your guys since 
the installation and the building process of Garrett Riley's offense? Yeah, you talk about confidence a lot. I think you know Garrett's confident in in, in what he does, you know, and uh, and so man, that exudes from him. And then you know our, our guys and our staff are able to, to to show confidence in what we do and excitement in what we do, and then. Um, and then our guys feel that, you know, and so with the scheme and the way that we install, the way that we practice is different a little bit um, to where there's more teaching. Um, it, there, there's more, you know, half speed, three-quarter speed, you know, teach periods that allow the guys to, one, kind of conserve their legs, especially my wideouts, but also learn and correct, and then let's go against the defense and go 100 and, and, and go take it to them, right, and practice. And so... Um, there, there is a, a ton of confidence, and it's very. There's a lot of. There's a lot more freedom, you know. I think there's the guys kind of feel like they're able to go be athletes. Um, there's less parameters on each and every route, every, each and every play. Um, go find grass, get open, make plays, have fun. That's so. Gotta be great. No as, doubt. Especially as a receivers coach, to be able to encourage yeah. that. It's the most fun I've had coaching. I mean, it, it, I enjoyed it the spring, man. Just a lot of fun. And I think our guys are enjoying playing ball, you know. Um, and yeah, Clemson's awesome, man. This is a, the best place to play. And then now you're, you have this offense as well. There's a lot of excitement. Does this offense need to have more playability? Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. And there's a... A variety of, of you know reasons why that is you know and so it takes everybody it takes every single person doing their job right from the offensive line and holding up and coach Riley wants to call on an awesome play but hey you got to protect six seconds hey man let's do it you know like whatever it takes and then you know the wide out making the unbelievable catch right you know and that's that's the standard uh, that we have quarterback putting it where it's supposed to be and 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 then Believing in everybody that they that we can accomplish that, you know, and, and trusting each other to do their job and and have fun doing it. So, having worked with Will Taylor, what was that conversation like with him for him to commit um, fully to baseball? Was there a conversation, and what does that say about him to be able to make that big decision? Yeah, I spoke to um, his dad Eddie and Averill, and you know, really excited for for Will, and you know, hate to see a guy like that go. I mean, I told him that's the first thing I said, man, I'm going to miss the person that you are and the athlete that you are with the potential of what you could have done here. I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of questions that maybe they still have of like, man, what, what if, right? You know, tearing the ACL and then transitioning to a receiver, having been a, a, an athlete quarterback, right, kind of in high school and then even his freshman year having to have a reserve kind of role in that spot. So I think it just – and then with baseball not being here all spring or summer, there's a lot of things that really kind of made him behind in football, right? And so there's those questions there. But, um, you know, would have loved to have coached to have coached him uh, this this uh, fall, uh, fall camp and – um, and have him in our room to help lead and, and have that energy. And and, um, and and so, yeah, definitely going to miss him. But, man, I told him this, I'm pumped for him. Like, he's made a decision, you know, that's a big deal as a young man, like those life decisions that alter your life. And uh, I know that he's going to go and, and, and he's going to be 100 and whatever he does. And I expect him to have a phenomenal year and, and, and get drafted high and, and have a great baseball career. That's, that's uh, his dream, and that's my hope for him. As a Clemson guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Really hard, man. We not long before that, we all were hanging out at his his house, watching the NFL game, hanging out, right, and and, um, you go to the AFC convention together and and spend time. Um, You know, my wife and and his wife really close. Our kids. I mean, and so been to his house multiple times for birthday parties and what you know. And so that's that's really hard, right? I mean, because he's a friend first, and. I mean, my first year, we went to the a, went to the uh, FCA coaches camp uh, in Black Mountain, North Carolina, near Asheville. And uh, my first year, he paid for my family to go. I was a, in, like a analyst, you know, and so he paid for us to go, right, on his own dime. Um, and that just shows the kind of person he is. Um, so that's really, really hard, you know. And um, so, you know, definitely wish the best for him. And we've stayed in touch. I mean, since then, we've communicated numerous times. And, um, you know, and... What's cool is, I mean, he's, he continues to, to, to give and reach out and, and care for us as people, you know. Um, and so, um, wish the best for him. Was it a little bit of a wake-up call that this is a business at the end of 
Of course, yeah. And, and you got to win as much as family matters. Oh, yeah. Winning matters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a lot of staff meetings that y'all don't see. Um, so I'm reminded of the importance of, you know, doing your job well, right? Uh, and so uh, we all know that, you know, this is a business. Um, it's not friend business, it's show business. And, um, you know, so our job is to do our best, um, you know, be our best um, and help our guys be their best, right, and perform. And so no doubt, totally totally understand that and, and definitely thankful for what all I've learned these last couple of years, right? The ups and downs, um, a lot of things outside my control, a lot of things that I've learned and, and have improved in to, to help myself and help my guys improve and be their best. And so definitely thankful for the support that, that I have, that the rest of us have from Coach Sweeney, you know, um, unwavering support and belief. Um, and then from my family and friends and, and even our my, my receivers. I mean, you ask them and there's a lot of belief in, in and what we can do, um, especially when we're healthy, man. Just stay healthy and, and go out and, and make plays and have fun. So definitely excited about that. The tight end is expected to be a really big part of the offense under Riley. He's been known to, to really like that position and utilize it, see the value of it. No doubt. How does that help your guys? Yeah, I mean, I think we have unbelievable athletes at every position, you know. And so what's the beauty of this offense is – um, you know, we want to be successful. We want to call plays that work. And, and what it, what's cool is we can take our offense and we can plug and play. So if, if that takes having two running backs on the field because we've got some stud running backs, like, well, then that means one tight end and one receiver is coming off. Well, that's, that's okay because we're going to be successful doing what we do. And if we're all successful, man, that only helps us all continue to grow and, and accomplish what we want to accomplish individually, right? And so, um, you know, if it takes having two tight ends on the field at a, at a time, you know, so be it, right? So you can you can run your offense with whatever personnel you, you, you want, you know, to, to invite a different personnel grouping on defense, right? And so it's just that that game behind the game that um, is exciting for us because Coach Riley knows how to manage that, you know. And so, um, you know, I was telling Bo, I mean, you know, Bo wants to have a huge year, and we want him to have a huge year, you know, and excited for him to accomplish that. Well, he can't do it alone. And so he's got to bring Antonio and Adam and Cole and Troy and no, I mean, you name all the names. He needs them to be at their best to help him. So he's not getting, you know, cloud coverage over top of him, making it difficult to, to run down the field, right? Same thing with the offensive line. If our run game's strong, well, guess what? You're going to have one high. Let's go take some shots, right? So I think it takes everybody, you know, and everybody understanding that, man, every single play, your role is, is important, whether you're running a, a go route or you're blocking for, for a perimeter screen. Your job is your job, the standard is the standard, and go do it at a high level. So um, they all know that. I can see the storylines, though, that you know your receivers are going to be asked this year, what's it like? Only one of you is out there. Is that taking away your touches? How does that make you feel? Is that stuff that, I mean, at the end of the day, only one guy can catch the ball every That's right. Away. That's right. You know, I think with this offense, you can, you're going to get the ball to your playmakers. And so um, you're going to earn your reps, and then you're going to be seen as a playmaker by showing it in practice and then the game. So our guys know. They're not dumb. Like, they know the top guys. And go be that guy. Like, go make it really hard for us to leave you off the field, right? Like, let's go put 10 personnel, four receivers on the field, and you're going to see that this year. It's been, it's been a couple years since we've been able to do that for a number of reasons, and you're going to see 10 personnel this year. You know, you really will. Um, there's no doubt in my mind because we have dudes that can get, go out there and make plays. And so go be hungry to go to go show what you got, and uh, you'll be given opportunities. And if you make the plays, you'll be given more opportunities, right? So. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you sound excited too. Just, yeah, I know, yeah. That's what it's about, right? I mean, that's that's what you want. That's what the fans want. Golly, you know, we I want that more than anything, man, for our guys to stay healthy, go ball out, have fun doing it. This is a, an awesome game at an awesome place with an awesome staff. Your head coach can't play for better. I mean, so it's just, it's it's uh, it'll be fun. Awesome media. Awesome media. I mean, come on, right? I'll make it easy. Keep throwing these curveballs. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, you know, I'm hearing great things this summer um, from what he's done, and. Uh, I mean, he's, he can run. That's the first thing. I mean, he can go. Coach, he can run. And so that's, that's awesome. That's what we need uh, for sure to add to that room. Um, so, you, you know, I mean, it's kind of as a freshman, right, like you, 
it's on them. I mean, there's there's a lot of unknowns, right? And um, we didn't know Antonio was going to accomplish what he did, you know. And so all we can do is put them in the best situation to be successful to help us win games and then coach them as, as well as we can to have them ready. Um, and uh, the rest is on them to show what they're capable of, you know, year one. But um, they'll be, I mean, every single person will be given an opportunity to show what they have, right? And so um, I'm excited for them to have that chance. Outside of what was your question? I couldn't hear your first part of your question. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, we, we actually have, we have good depth, and this is probably going to be the most depth we've had, albeit, again, with the health, staying healthy. Um, our room's pretty loaded. Um you know, and so I think we have guys that are capable of contributing this year. You know, I, I believe with the way that we play, um, there's going to be guys that roll in and are going to be asked to make plays, and, and I think they can. So I think I think we're going to have really good depth actually at each position. Is the one of those guys if, if he can finally see the field, he's going to play by injuries. Like yeah, said, yeah. Stay healthy. Yeah, no, I mean, we haven't really, I think I mentioned the day that he tore his ACL was one of his best day of practice, and, you know, he's had up to this point. And so um, very sure-handed, um, can really run, um, and he's a competitor, you know, and tough. And so, um, yeah, man, we're pumped to have a chance to see what he's capable of. And, man, he, you know, we had a great conversation the other day. He called me. He's like, Coach, I want to show you and everyone else why you brought me here. Like why you recruit him, you know, and uh, I think he's really he's really eager. Like where is he mentally? How does a guy like that handle just every time he gets out there? Yeah, you know, I think for some guys it can be um, maybe cause setbacks and maybe cause fear, you know. But I think for him it's just more so like um, he's angry, like he's hungry. He's you know he's. He's tired of what's taking place, and so he's he's willing to do what's what's necessary um, to take care of his body. You know, I, he he looks different. I mean, he is he's ready to go. I mean, he has been working on his on his body, on his on his flexibility, and all those kind of things. And so, um, it's the best he's looked, and, and uh, I know he's ready to to show what he's capable of. Let's talk about Yeah, well, I think he, you know, he's a team guy. Like, he really is. I mean, Bo, it, it, he cares about this team. He cares about this offense. Um, he cares about his teammates. I mean, he really does. And um, I think he really wants success to happen for our, our offense, you know. And, um, and I think, too, you know, he's shown some great things. He's done some great things. He's had some great games. He's had some great moments. But he's yet to have a full year. Of, of just consistent performance because of injuries. You know, he came in and he was kind of in a, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of in a, you know, a, a reserve role off the bench a little bit early on, but then yet he, as a freshman, he still showed that that he can do some great things, right? So, um, but I think too, he knows that man, they don't really, they don't really know yet, like fully what he can do. They don't, they really haven't seen a fully healthy Bo Collins with you know, what we're capable of doing in this offense. And so I know he is excited and pumped. And there's a there's an energy that he has and that I have felt, even on the phone from some of these guys, including Bo, that, man, they're ready to roll and, and get after it and, uh, you know, kind of hush some of these people up a little bit. So. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, you know, yeah. I mean, there's a um, <laughs> – yeah, he, he's gone through a lot. I mean, and – um, he played with, you know, an AC separation, right? He, he missed a little bit of time, and then he had a complete shoulder separation on the other arm. I mean, it's just he's gone through a lot, you know. And so our staff, Pat and those guys and Bina, I mean, they work well together, and it takes the strength staff and everybody to work together to where now um, they have – they're accountable for um, working on, on their own. 
and, and doing extra work to work on stability and strengthening of the shoulders and all that. Because that, that's an area of weakness. We, we know that. And let's work on it. You know, and so that's extra stuff that he's doing to make sure that he's really strong and ready to go and not worried whatsoever. Let's go play. And then, like, this spring, you know, he wasn't able to practice full speed. Not full speed. He wasn't able to practice good on good in live situations. He was full speed running routes and was making some unbelievable plays and looked phenomenal. And I was like, golly, I wish you were out here right now, like, ready to compete against this defense, you know. But it's got to be smart with him. And uh, now he's full go and, and ready to show what he has. Talked about you know the emphasis on being an athlete in Coach Riley's system and how you know they're just kind of out there going and able to make plays. And then you talked about Adam Randall working his way back to full health. You see him being a big part of the offense going forward. I know Coach yeah. is a guy that's a great athlete, a big wide receiver. Yeah, can really go up and get it. Yeah, he he is. Um, he too is super pumped to, to get back out there and and um, you know as a freshman, incoming freshman in the spring, everybody knew all right this guy's different. Like you know he's he's built different. Like he's and, and he and, and Gata were going to, I mean, they were going to compete, you know. And um, he tears his ACL, his, his spring of his freshman year as a mid-year enrollee. And then he comes back and he has the brace on. And then toward the end of the year, that thing comes off. And then he has another little knee issue um, that he dealt with. And so, um, man, he, he's fully ready to go. And um, if he is where he was as far as just his playmaking ability – last year, kind of in spring even, just naturally, just already there. I think he's even better than that now. Um, he is doing so much extra work. Uh, 200 passes a day, he's catching the jugs. He and Cade are, are throwing in addition to what they're already doing as an offense on their own, skills and drills. Um, so he is nonstop right now, nonstop. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I mean, he he's capable of being, you know, Dolly, he, he, he could be one of the best to come through here, and um, and, and I know he wants to be, and uh, he's working like he can be, so excited for him. And, uh, and yeah, man, just being athletes like our guys, less coaching. I mean, you know, uh, more, hey, here's the concept. Um, you know, sure, there's cer- certain plays that really require nuance, but, um, man, go play. <laughs> go play, go play fast. And, and, and we brought you here because you're a great athlete, a great wideout, a great tight end, a great running back. Man, let's, let's go show what you got. You know? and so our guys feel that. You saw what Cole could do last yeah. season. Yeah. Even though he's still learning the position, how, how freaky is his natural ability? Yeah. Well, you know, you love basketball guys, right? Like at, at wideout, I mean, he was a great basketball player in high school. Um, Coach Swinney and I went and watched him play. And um, he, he, he's got, you know, springs in his legs. He can really jump. He can really run. His hands are natural, um, and, and kind of like Antonio too. It's just he just does it, you know. Doesn't think too much about it. Just goes out and does it. And um, and, and so, man, just so happy that we were able to redshirt him because he really, early on especially, just wasn't ready, you know. And and he's taking the next step physically, you know, really working on his weight, on his strength, being able to hold up versus the press and then getting bump and run and, you know, in phase down the field, running with the, with the corner and trying to shake free. I mean, I think he can do that. Um, yeah, exactly right. I mean, it, to me, it's um, – and the guys, the guys know their bodies. They know where they need to be. And so, for me, it's – um, I want you to play fast. I want you to run fast. You know, um, you can be a weight room All-American and not be a great player on the field. That's not what we want. Like, you know, but our guys have done a great job. Our staff knows what, what each individual needs. Um, and so I think he's where he, he's where he needs to be at this point. Sorry? Weight-wise, yeah, I mean, he's, he's probably high 180s, uh, close to 190 right now. Um, and so, staying staying about right there is going to be a good a good weight for him. Um, I, I don't need him 200. Uh, I don't. I, I'd like for him to be 190, you know, or so. Um, and so, and I want him to run fast and make the play down the field. That's that's what I want. And uh, so that's my main concern is him and having opportunities, going playing fast, having fun, making plays. For guys that have missed this break, is there anything in particular they've had to do this summer to kind of get up to speed? And- well, yeah, they've been in meetings, right? They've been in meetings, and so they're having to learn the offense. Um, and, man, those guys are in there, and I'm, they're on the board with me. Even though they're not practicing, they're making sure that they know 
um, the concepts and how to draw it up and how to communicate it, the, the new signals, um, the new terminology. Um, so, so they do. They, they know it really well. Um, and, again, even though they weren't practicing, they were out there, you know, and they were in line and they were helping out. I mean, so they were involved. Um, so there, there shouldn't be any drop-off. Um, Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, my freshmen are like, Coach, I, I'm studying it, I know it, and then I get on the field, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's another, it's another beast. It's one thing to read it. It's another thing to get on the field and have to visualize it, see the signal, go do it, right? So that's just – that's any freshman. That's any – yeah, so they're, they're getting plenty of reps at that right now, and then we'll be able to join them uh, soon enough. That's the nuance between boundary and field. Talk about switching yeah, well, in this offense, the good thing about it is um, you really don't have to kind of recruit to any one position. Like, go find the best receivers and let them go play, right? Like, so for me, um, th- there is a little bit difference between X and Z, slight difference, but less than they were used to be with the nine and the two, if you remember. Um, and so um, – which is exciting for me because I, to me, it's I, I just want to find, you know, height and length, but athleticism, speed, ball skills, you know, toughness, love of the game, like, and so, and just kind of plug and play, you know, and so, um, that's exciting. That, that kind of frees us up and just go find athletes. You talked about the vision for a couple of guys. Roman, what, how do you kind of see his trajectory? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think Ronan is is going to. Really, I think he can help us this year really do and, and I've heard that from our players so um, you know I, I felt that I think he's a little bit of a dark dark horse a little a little underrated kind of kind of guy I think uh, he's already impressed a lot of people with his toughness his commitment um, his work ethic I mean he's he's beating everybody in sprints um, uh, is that the Shipley parallel you're I think so man I think that's kind of what they were saying um, and then uh, ball skills are really good. Speed's really good. Um, so, and he's he's already. I mean, he looks like he's, you know, two fifteen. I think I think just under that maybe, um, two ten maybe. Uh, could be, no, it could be close to two fifteen. Two ten, two fifteen. Um, and he can and he can carry it. So yeah, definitely excited for him to get a chance. What's up, brother? How are you? Good to see you. Yeah. Tyler, how did uh, Garrett fit in with all you Clemson guys? Yeah. Yeah, it's well, you know what it's it's a breath of fresh air, right? Um, and um, one of the first things we did as a staff is our is we took our wives out, you know, and we all went and had dinner together and, and, uh, and hung out. Um, and it's just it's just easy, you know. Um, he, he and his wife Lindsay are just really cool and, and fit fit in well, and um, you know they're they're awesome, they're awesome, and um, they already fit our culture and who we are and, and what we're about, and so. Um, it's fun though, you know, because he doesn't have any um, any experience up to this point with how we've done things. But and so he doesn't probably feel pressure, right, to have to do things we've done, whether that be off the field or on the field. He just is going to be who he is and, and learn and kind of find his way. Um, and he's done a great job of that already. But what I love is that he has his way of doing things offensively and in practice, and we've adopted those things and we've implemented them and. And it's gone well and been well received, and Coach Sweeney's enjoyed it, and our our players have enjoyed it. So it's been a great, a great transition, and, and uh, very, very smooth and exciting. It seemed like, from what you were saying earlier, that the transition has kind of freed you guys up as coaches too to to look for those athletes that you were talking about earlier. You, know, you don't have to worry so much about fitting, you know, yeah. round pegs into round holes. Yeah, and we we've done a good job as a staff. Um, watching film uh, of prospects and uh, figuring out what he likes, you know, and what he's had and what he can have a success with in this offense. And so, um, yeah, we've done that uh, as a group. And uh, and so, you know, kind of seeing what, what he what he wants in a receiver. And he's already helped out. I mean, we've done a great job on recruiting trail. And, um, you know, as a, as a skill player, how could you not want to be in this offense? You know, but then as an offensive lineman, I mean, their back rushed for 1,500 yards last year. So, like, we were on the wall. So this is the, you know, you've probably, probably heard Coach, Coach uh, Austin maybe mention Dirt Raid, right? Like, we have, we're going to throw the ball down the field. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be really cool concepts. But then to win championships, you have to run the ball as well. So we can do that too um, and have good balance and, you know, pick your poison, right? So.
a little more for Grace? Yeah, yeah. He's. We've already talked about that. He knows that his first game, uh, he'll have to do that. So that'll be that'll be that'll be fun. And I'm sure he like like I did, kind of wait until everybody runs, kind of you know mosey down the, down the field, you know down the hill a little bit from the side. And, uh, but yeah, he's he's enjoying all the little you know um, all the, our culture here and the way we do things and our traditions. He's he's already pumped about it. All right. Thank you, Grish. Okay, no doubt Tyler Grisham is optimistic about these receivers. Going to be really interesting to see if uh, if they uphold that this year because um, the last two years have not been very good. Of course, there have been a lot of extenuating circumstances for sure. We're going to continue some of these coaches' interviews next week. Just really cool to hear their extended thoughts on a lot of different topics as they prepare for fall camp, which will be here before you know it. Appreciate the support of our sponsors for helping make this happen and appreciate every one of you for hitting that play button. Cheers.